next on Cartoon Network's Acme Night for Marty McFly. You've got to come back with me. The future just got heavy. This one event starts a chain reaction that completely destroys your entire family. Again. Oh, this is heavy. <sighs> so lace up, hop in the DeLorean, and hit the road. Where we're going, we don't need road. Acme Night presents Back to the Future Part 2. Premieres next. Epic movies for everyone on Cartoon Network. Acme Night contains epic movies for all ages. Please engage snacks. Back to the Future, Part 2. It's day 15 of Marchy McFly. I watched a movie with my breakfast burrito. And now I'm driving and podcasting at the same time. It is called Marchy McFly. Welcome back, everybody, to day 15 of Marchy 
McFly, I hope this works. Because I'm going to tell you exactly what's going on right now. I have this little lav, is that what they call them? Lav mics? It, it plugs right into my phone's USB-C port. And it's clipped to my, um, well, my hoodie. I was going to say my lapel. Uh, but I, I, I don't wear a jacket. I don't, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Uh, but it's, a, it's to my hoodie. You know, it's almost 60 degrees out, but it's still hoodie weather. It, it feels like winter is broken. Famous last words for, uh, for a New Englander in March. So, hi, how are you? I'm very polite when I drive by neighbors. Uh, so, here's the deal. So, the phone is sitting in my cup. I think I'm recording properly through my, um, through my microphone. Hopefully, I am. And uh, I'm ready to talk about Marching McFly a little earlier today. I watched it before work. That everything else, everything there worked perfectly. Got up early. Um, it, it, you know, helped my wife get off for the day, and then. Um, ooh, that's my brother driving by right now. Hi, brother. You're live on Marching McFly. He just waved to me. I think that was with one finger. That son of a gun. Anyway. Um, Got up early, uh, set my wife off to work, got those breakfast burritos heated up, brewed myself a nice cup of iced coffee, sat down and watched Back to the Future 2 before work. Everything went perfect. And um, work, work was fine today. But here's the thing. I have some freelance work I want to do at night. So um, I was thinking, well, when am I going to do the podcast? And I have a haircut. I'm 14 minutes away from a haircut. So I said to myself, well, Jeepers Creepers, Mike, how are you going to record this podcast? And I said, Mike, this is what I said to myself. I said, Mike, yes, Mike, um, why are you talking to yourself in the third person, Mike? I don't know, Mike. And like, and I made this really mean face to the, to, into the mirror to myself. It was very rude to myself. I have to say, I, I was upset with myself and I didn't talk to myself for hours. Finally, we made up and um, here we are. Uh, I... <laughs> Long story short, short, long story shirt. I should make a shirt called the long story. It's a long story shirt and it just says long story on it. What's that? That's my long story shirt. Oh my God. I think I've created a product unless someone else already has. Oh, the traffic this time of day is just awful. How am I going to get through this? I'm stuck. I'm goddamn stuck. Well, I'm not making it through this light. So I guess you have me for a few extra minutes. Uh, here's the deal. Um, I have to get a haircut at 5 o'clock. It's 4.47. I have 13 minutes to get there. Then I have some, some work I want to do tonight, freelance work that I'm helping someone with. Uh, and I, I was like, I, I can't say to myself, you know what? I can't do it tonight because I'm, I'm podca podcasting about uh, Back to the Future 2. Uh, oh, you do a special podcast today? Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's been every day this month. Oh, I see. You're fired. Um, so I don't want to do that. So I thought, hey, I have time. I have, after I go for my haircut, going to go pick up my dog and go for a dog walk and that's when I can go through more time so you're actually going to this is almost a two-parter today today is the little intro telling you about what's going on to uh then later on um right now is the intro telling you about what's going on then later on while I'm on the dog walk I'm going to pull up my notes app and go through because guess what even today new notes have come up new thoughts new new um just little things pop in my head and even I think it's because I start looking for stuff, you know, and then I think to myself, "Ooh, 
I want to do something on that. I'm going to take notes on that someday, not today. And then I found this article that I was all prepared to talk to you about. But guess what I did this time? I read the article first. It was like all the Easter eggs in, in Back to the Future, the Back to the Future trilogy. And I said, oh, that's all three movies. And it was pretty much nothing at all that we haven't touched on. Uh, the only thing I think that was new was at the Biff Tanner Museum, there was a sign that said, smoking is required. Uh, other than that, I think that's where I got the where I, that's where I found the the note about um about the time circuits showing that Biff was in the 50s, showing it as the last location. That's where I think I got that from. But um, other than that, I also wanted to go back to Back to the Future One to see if uh, um, Strickland had all that hair because he has a lot of hair. It blonde. It was like blonde hair in, in the back of his head. And I don't remember his hair looking like that in 1985. I could be wrong. I need to go back and look in the original uh, Back to the Future. But um, that's my blinker. That's what we call it. We say blinker. And I know it's probably annoying, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign off now. And through the magic of podcast editing, the next time you'll hear from me, I will be walking my dog and going through my notes. What? Oh, green light. What notes? Marchi McFly notes to the haircut. And My God, I look so handsome right now. Folks, you have no idea. So I went to this barber shop. Um, they gave me a, a nice fade, a nice high and tight. Left a little on top because there's not much the there to cut so they didn't cut much there but um it's not quite a biff tannin 1955 cut uh but it's 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 similar in the fade and you know i i get it and then you know it's good for about a month then i'll go back i you know there's people who go every week every two weeks i don't care about maintaining a look it's basically it looks good and then it just grows in and you know gradually looks worse it's like me aging at some point i i probably looked my best and now it's just gradually getting worse uh you know a wonderful way to pick up the second part of this podcast i'm now on the methuen rail trail i should put it in the show notes exactly where i am so you can click on it in the map and you can see it or or maybe a link to the to my strava walk i'm going to turn the walking app on on my phone on my watch i should say so it can track me while i'm walking so I have no idea the quality of this recording. I think this is the first time I've done a walk with this microphone in a while. Uh, it is definitely working, but I am not entirely sure what the um, you know what the quality of it will be. I'm going to try to clean it up as much as I can. In uh... oh wow, they still have these notes I haven't got to. Oh, I have some old notes that I may have lost. Um, but I have my notes pulled up here, and I'm just going to try to go through this as much as I can. I'm the only person, well, no, there's someone way up there. So if you hear me get quiet, it's me editing around uh, a person, you know, because I don't really want to talk while people are walking. I look weird. Yeah, and I, if my dog barks, I'm going to do my best to edit it out. I'm going to look for little spikes in the audio for when she barks, because when she barks, 
my brain uh, feels it. I, I feel like there's been other podcasts where she's barked, and I, I, there's not much I can do about it. But I, I feel with this one, I will try to edit around it. So uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, in this, in, again, these are just going through notes. This is a simple uh, episode tonight. Uh, just because it's a, it's the middle of the week, I don't have any guests yet. I got to start setting things up um, with my friends so I can get a few returning um, Marchie McFly guys. Ooh, did I just come up with a name? I went and got dinner. Uh, real quick, real quick story. I went and got dinner, and the uh, takeout screwed up. They gave me an order, and they go, "Oh wait, that's for the car behind you. I can't take it back." Um, so we got to throw it. We have to throw it away uh, unless you want it. I was like, I guess. So now I have dinner tonight and lunch tomorrow. What a life. A free, free lunch. Wonderful. Okay. So, um, I, I All right. Come on. I'm not entirely sure that guy would want to be on the podcast. I don't know if he was walking with a limp or if he was trying to look tough. I couldn't really tell. Um, so, okay, I'm gonna go through. This is just kind of an episode of notes tonight. Nothing crazy. Just, uh, you know, you get what you get. All right, that, that dude was a little weird. It looked like he was stumbling. I don't, I don't know. He looks like, um, uh, he looks like he would look at me and say, crazy drunk pedestrian. Um, Okay, this guy looks like he's going to fall over any second. Thank God he's walking away from me and not towards me. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, let's get to the notes, shall we? So 2015, uh, in the 2015 segment, I've noticed this very recently. And I was like, that is, that is a cool, that's one of the coolest effects of the movie. And I, and, I, and I keep forgetting to talk about it. So I finally wrote it down. Doc has this futuristic duffel bag. It's a duffel bag that has all of... He went shopping. He got Marty's shoes. He apparently knows... Oh, no, I guess size-adjusting fit. No, but the shoes still had to be the right size. He knows Marty's shoe size for some creepy reason. He goes and gets um, the futuristic sneakers. And, the, well, I guess he's the same size as Marty Jr. Again, how would he know the size of his clothes? Uh, and he goes and gets the, the, the size-adjusting jacket. But it's in this duffel bag. And... When, when Doc is ho- holding up the duffel bag, it's got like a white, opaque, frosted side. And then he taps it, and it goes clear, like he can view it. And this is 1989. I don't know if, I don't do they have that technology then? Like, I know they have, you know, you see those offices, those fancy, fancy offices that have glass walls, glass, you know, and you can tap it and it becomes frosted. And then you can't see through it. It was kind of like that, just in the duffel bag form. It's really quick. It's just a cool effect. And I I noticed it because, again, you watch it 15 times in a row. You start looking for different things. You're not really paying attention to the story as much all the time because you know the story. Um, and just that frosted little thing is uh, was a really cool little feature. Oh, God, what is my dog picking up? Ah, some kind of leak. Oh, what the hell is that? Drop that. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. I'm not putting my finger in your mouth. Drop it. That's a, is that a foot? Oh, Jesus Christ. Drop it. Come on. Drop it. Drop it. Jesus Christ. What is that? Come on. No. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go in. I got a glove. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Drop it. Drop whatever that is. Christ. Drop it. Oh, my God. It's sinewy. Uh, uh, 
Okay, I got most of it. Ah, okay, I'm never wearing that glove again. Oh my god. I don't know what that was. Oh, she's going back for more. I gotta pull away. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, not. Okay, I'm gonna put the glove in a specific pocket and not touch it. Oh, I'm gonna purell the shit out of my hands when I get back to the car. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, uh, so that Trestle's bag was really cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, this is the kind of podcasting you can expect when you gotta do 31 in a row. And you also have other priorities or other not priorities, other responsibilities at least. This is the priority. Problem is, I have responsibilities that actually give you money that have to uh, have to sometimes take precedent in, over this precedent. In, anyway, 1985. Um, oh yes, okay. So this, I, I remember seeing how they made this. I think it was in the behind the scenes. A uh, little video that was hosted by noted kook uh, Kirk Cameron, and it, it's a shot. It is one of my favorite shots in this entire movie, and it's a simple shot. You don't think much of it. It just it it's it's the shot itself has almost nothing to do with you know anything important. But they get back to the new 1985, the alternate 1985, 1985A, right? And they're like, "Are we back? We're back." Um, and I have a question about that too. Uh, they go and drop Jennifer off, right? So the car comes down from the sky, hits the road, turns into Jennifer's driveway, and the shot is perfect, beautiful, seamless. I love how they did it. Because <clears throat> the, the car in the sky is, is clearly, you know, an effect, a digital effect. I don't know if it's digital. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's like right on the precipice of digital effects. It probably is digital effect. And, it, you know, it looks nice, you can do, you can actually, that's probably why they had it at night, because you can do, you can make the car, um, the effects look a little nicer at night, you know, special effects. Um, but when it lands, there's a street post there. And that street post, you know, I say something seamless, but that literally is the seam. So the street post, on one side of the street post, the digital car comes down to the ground. On the other side of the street post, the, the actual car drives by. So... What they did was they put, if I remember correctly, there's like a little, they put something in the road, like a speed bump. So when the car passes by the post, it hits the bump and the, and the car goes past the pole and it has a little, uh, like a little jerk. Like, you know, it, bump, it looks like it's, it's, it, 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 it comes in for a bumpy landing. That's what it looks like. And all it's really doing is hitting a speed bump as it crosses, the, as it drives down the road and crosses by that pole. What you, the sound you're hearing me now, you're, you're hearing right now, possibly, is me taking a bag out. I don't want to say exactly what I'm taking this bag out for, and it's in my hand. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just saying I'm leaning over, and now I'm using the bag. Uh, now the bag that was in my hand, that once was empty, is now no longer empty. That is a, that is a magic trick that I just wanted to share with you. But I've been, every time, I remember seeing that back in 1990, probably 90, you know, one when I got this, this VHS set. And I remember just loving that effect. Um, this one, I was like really getting into behind the scenes and, and, and special effects and how this stuff was made. And I, I was making home movies and I wanted to go to school for this stuff. Um, 
And now my dog's in a coffee cup. Cool. So I, I just, I, I remember getting a kick out of that shot. And it, even today, I'm like, I, I see how they do it. I know how they do it. And I still love it. It's still great. Okay, what are you doing? Are we done? We just started. We're not stopping until I finish my notes. Uh, oh, I marked these with the years. This was good. 2015. I like the way they zoom on the almanac. So when you watch the movie 100 times, uh, or, you know, 15 times in a row, um, you see they, go to, they show the antique shop in 2015, and they zoom in, and they're zooming in on the antique shop, but you can't help but notice in the middle of the shot is the almanac. Now, first time you're watching this, you're not looking for that almanac. You don't realize that that almanac is, you know, you might not even notice that it's like, what, what is that? All these other things are like things you've heard of. And maybe you're like, oh, cool, look at that funny, an almanac that has the scores of, you know, the sports up until the year 2000, the future. This is, again, 1989. But I like it because the first time you might not even notice it at all. You're just looking at like all the other things like, oh, my God, the kid, they think of these as the antiques. That's so funny. Then you watch it again. You're like, oh, look, the almanac's right there. And they're, they're kind of letting you know, hey, this is pretty, pretty, pretty important. Also in 2015, uh, I, I, I was like, you know, I never checked. I need to know. Doc says all the kids wear their pants inside out. So take your, 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 your pockets out. And when Marty Jr. comes into the Cafe 80s, indeed, his dungarees, his jeans, his blue jeans are inside out. Just like um, all the cool kids wear their, their pants that way. Uh, I was going to say, didn't, didn't uh, Chris and Cross do that? But I think they wore them backwards, um, I believe. So I, I was trying to see if like Griff's pants were inside out. I couldn't tell. But you could definitely tell that, that Marty Jr.'s were inside out. But Griff didn't notice that Marty's pants, when he came back over the, the, the railing, into the uh, cafe 80s, and he's like, you know, all of a sudden he's confident. He was like, wait a second, your pants are the right side out. Did you just take your pants off behind, behind the counter? Uh, nobody noticed that. Um, oh, so another thing. Doc's like, you can't take this, this, this thing back with me. We, you can't take this, this almanac back with me. And I wonder, you know, he's like, highly interesting reading, highly, you know, he makes a comment about it, but he's not taking it away just yet. He doesn't take it away from Marty until Marty says he's going to play some bets. He's like, you can't do that. That's going to change the fabric of the future. We're throwing this away. But you can take this magical hoverboard with you back to 1989. And, you know, he lets him keep the hoverboard, which, thank God, because later he's like, I have a plan. Get on the hoverboard. I'm going to go over here. You go do everything. Uh, so, and the hoverboard comes into play in the future or, or the old past, which we haven't talked about yet. Um, and, oh, yeah, so look at, some of my notes pretty good. There's a giant fish on the wall in the McFly house. I noticed that just today, the last second, right before Marty is telling his mom it was a joke, that he didn't really get fired, even though he did. Um, I guess my dog's turning around. She's probably going to pull me back to whatever that thing was in the middle of the, in the middle of the path. There's no chance I'm going to let her um, get to it. So I just got to keep, 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 be on my toes for that. I wrote down, I'm glad that Marty doesn't play a future guitar. You know, they've futurized so many things in this movie. Uh, you know, people don't even walk their dogs anymore. They have someone else do it. They have the future, they have like a little robot do it. But I do like 
that Marty just plays a rock and roll guitar. And there's a lot of like hi-fi equipment in there. If you notice like by the guitar, there's all these things. I don't know if they're if for amps or what. Okay, now my dog doesn't want to go either way. This is awesome. So why don't we just stay here together and podcast, you and me, huh? Is that what you want to do, doggy? My one hand is holding my phone and it is freezing. Freezing. It is currently, okay, what the hell are you pulling me at? It, it was kind of warm today. It's kind of nice out, but it's like in the 40s now. Whew, whew. Oh, what the hell did you find? You know what? Whatever that is, you can have it. I'm not. Uh, okay, back in 1985, Doc's like, I'm going back to my house, my lab, to dismantle this thing. And Marty's like, okay. What if Doc didn't really notice how messy his thing was? He's like, okay, let's get to dismantling. Uh, uh, um, take apart the uh, Mr. Fusion. You go over here. Take apart the time circuits. Take apart the flux capacitor. Uh, make sure that thing doesn't flux again. And he gets takes it all apart. And then he's like, wait a second. What's going on here? Where is, you know, why is my office messier than usual? Because it was kind of messy in the, in the original 1985. Um... Thank God, I said. That's all. Just imagine if he did. What would they have to do? Then they have to be like, i got to rebuild this machine. Uh, guess what? You have all the time in the world to build a machine. You have a time machine. You could take six months to build it. Then, of course, Marty would age six months, so that would, you know, he might look a little older. He might look like he's, he's you know, close to 40 now. Um, I love that Biff... Oh, I love that Biff took over the, the, um, the dilapidated courthouse the clock tower and that became his pleasure palace and i remember reading that and going oh my gosh and they, they say it right in the uh, in the thing and the, he he you know regenerated the the dilapidated courthouse into this luxury hotel and casino uh it's just funny that you know the guy's as rich as he, rich beyond his wildest dreams and he's such a simple-minded guy that his small dreams are to stay exactly in hill valley and just build on a courthouse not 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 go to some like luxury, live off a beach. He wants he wants to be the king of Hill Valley. He wants to marry the girl that he loved in high school. He wants to, to take over the you know the town basically. He's a big he he's a rich guy, but he's also the um, they say he's the richest man in America at one point. But he's but it seems like he's his his dreams aren't all that big. Even though he made he made a pretty nice looking casino, if you ask me. Um, oh. Where is the alternate 1985 Einstein? So obviously, Doc still has Einstein. He was, because Einstein is older than two years old. That's, that has to be the case. Because this 1985 has an Einstein uh, bed in, the, in, the, in Doc's lab, but Doc hasn't been there for a couple years, for two years, because he, uh, he was institutionalized in 1983 based on that, that newspaper. So they took Doc, I mean, they took um, uh, Einstein. Somebody took Einstein. I hope he found a good home. That's just, that's just, I wrote, I wrote, I hope alternate Einstein found a good home. What if he was evil? What if he was living with Biff? They should, anything like that. Um, oh, yeah. So Doc, Marty says, uh, oh, Doc says, you need to find out where that, and I've, I've done this a million times before. I've talked about this before, but, uh. Marty's like, first, he goes, first tell me how you got the almanac. How, when, and where. And Marty, Biff's going to be like, uh, no. 
please. Oh, fine, fine, fine. Okay, but first, and then he takes out a gun. Boom, shoots him right in the belly. And then um, Lorraine's like, what was that sound? Marty, oh no. Marty's like, mom, mom, tell Doc he's got to go back. What? Tell Doc he's got to. And he spits up his blood and he's dead. And they like, get him out of here. And then she, her, and then Lorraine has to be part of this. She's like, tell Doc, Doc Brown? But he's, he's, he's been institutionalized for two years. She goes and looks in the lab, the lab that she was once at. Oh, no, this is a different lab. This is not at the house anymore, right? Maybe, it, maybe no, maybe the lab is still there. She goes to the lab. She's like, oh, my God, I haven't been here since 1955 when I met Calvin Klein, who, if I remember correctly, kind of looks familiar. Is Doc still there? And the Doc's still there, and he's like, we have to go back. And Doc and Lorraine go back to 1955, and she sees her young or something. She's like, oh, my God. Again, just just these little things pop in my head. Um, okay, so here's the I, I answered my own question before. It was probably because of special effects. Uh, you know, night things look better at night. But why did they return to 1985 at night? So... Most of the other time, you think they, they try to return exactly when they left. So Marty goes out to the outside to look at his truck. Doc shows up. He and Jennifer get in the car. They fly away. Biff notices it. And they leave it like, you know, the middle. It's the morning. They leave in the morning. And then they type it back in. And they're like, let's do it at 8 o'clock at night. Now, they think they're going back to the exact same time. So they get back. Let's say they did. They get back to the exact same time. Well, I mean, the correct timeline. They get back at night. Marty, uh, George and Lorena are like, Marty, where the hell have you been? We saw you fly away. Biff was complaining, saying a, a thing flew away, and, and you've been gone all day. Or Biff didn't say anything, maybe. Uh, you've been gone all day. We've been worried sick. We, call, we called the police. Were you with that pedophile, Dr. M.A.L. Brown? He's not a pedophile, Ma. He's a genius, and he invented time travel. And just like, they let, why would they not come back the exact same time and then be like, wait a second, this is a different, this house looks different all of a sudden. It just makes no, it makes logic. Oh, she found it. Son of a bitch, she found it. I, I wasn't paying attention. Okay, it's like a, uh, 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 okay, okay, I got it. I got it. Oh my God, I am, I am so into Marty McFly. Oh my God, whatever it was on my hand, I gotta sanitize my hands so badly. Oh my God, and yet I'm still gonna push through. I'm still gonna push through because, you know what? That was my last note. That was my last note. Why would they, why would they come back to a different 1985? And you know what? With that, my friends, my hand is freezing. My other hand is disgusting, or, or I don't know what it is, but I need to sanitize it. Uh, my dog is feisty, and uh, that's it. I'm calling it. Um, so thank you guys for listening, <laughs> if you're still listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Geek Mentality. Was that someone with a dog up there? Good. This is a good time to get this done. You can find the, us on Facebook. It's simply Fans Not Experts, and that's because the website we're on is fansnotexperts.com. Day 15 of Marchie McFly. Because this is a 31-day uh, affair, we're not quite at the halfway point, except tomorrow we'll be passing the halfway point. So I feel like right at the beginning of tomorrow, day 16, we, we're now over the halfway point, and it's just 
it's all downhill from there. Um, but I, I have other things planned. I have ideas, and I have hopefully going to have some guests on pretty soon. Uh, if you're listening, I've got to reach out to you. I haven't forgotten. And uh, that's it. So until tomorrow, um, I need to go. Yeah, i got to get back to my car. Uh, thanks again for listening. Um, happy Marchy McFly. And here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. Fans not experts.